0: Hello there, Take Two family, this is your show. Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and hopefully you, because we're talking about interior joy today, Jerry, and I have been looking forward to this show. Yesterday was a very deep show. We've had a, a lot of feedback after the show. Folks went back and listened again to the uh, show on Falling into Despair. So many of the calls that came in, folks are praying round the clock. So that's the, that's the beauty of doing shows like that. Now we continue with prayer to support each other as the body of Christ. But we kind of flipped it for today, and we're talking about interior joy. Mm -hmm. Different from happiness, interior joy, where does it come from? That's the question we're asking today on Take Two, Jerry.
1: 833-288-EWTN is the number. 833-288-EWTN. 3986 share with us what you think the source of your joy is interior joy we would love to hear you jump into the conversation today the bible talks so much about joy it even talks about counting it all pure joy when we go through trials in life the book That's of right. uh, james talks about that So we're talking about this, as Debbie said, this deep-seated joy. It's different than happiness. That can kind of come and go. We want to be happy all the time if we can. But there can be this overarching, sort of deeply rooted joy within our lives, no matter what we're going through. Does that describe you? Do you do you consider yourself to be in that place in life? If you are, share it with us. Tell us why you think that is. You could really have an impact on other listeners as always mm-hmm. today. 833-288-3986.
0: Do you think there's enough joy in the world? Do we need more joy? I mean, we're hearing all the negative things that are going on in the world, and it's and the world is changing quite rapidly, and not for the better. We know that. Just turn on the news we really need to go deep into the living Word of God and and really understand pure joy, interior joy. Ph- uh, Philippians four four, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. I think of the Christmas song, "Joy to the World." You know, when they when they start the song, um, and it's real powerful, and it comes out, "Joy to the world." You know, we need that powerful joy sound and the understanding. Or you were talking about Jerry, and I think it's so important. One of one of my favorite scripture um passages is is Romans 12, 12, where it says, you know, rejoice in hope and be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. So you carry that joy. As you go through things that are difficult, because that is a true understanding of the bigger picture, the, the where you're headed, the bigger understanding, giving that 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 higher view of things, that God view of things. So let's talk about interior joy. You see where we're going with it. It's much different. It, it, it's so different than happy than being happy. Oh, this makes me happy, or going to Disneyland makes me happy. No, those are things that are just that appeals to the emotions and and things like that. And your really not dealing in a in a God connection way. So let's talk about it. And here is the number 833-288-3986.
1: Well, we also read in the Bible, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Is is the Lord really the source of your joy? Is that what gives you strength to get through every day, to make it through this difficult? Let's face it, life can be difficult. This world can be very challenging sometimes. So tell us about how your relationship with the Lord uh, as a, a Catholic, maybe you're a non-Catholic. Debbie always reminds you, don't have to be Catholic to call into this program. But let's talk about joy, where it comes from in our lives. How do we maintain that joy? Especially, you know, when we're kind of rocked by the waves and the storms of life. How do you uh, maintain that deep-seated joy? 833-288-EWTN, 833 833- 288-3986.
0: And this is a good point. Uh, one of our Take Two family members just uh, sent this message in and they said that when they um, had their first child, their first son, um, they, they called him Pure Joy pure joy they he his name is, is john michael but they they called him pure joy and isn't that true when you when you have when you when a child comes into this world you look at that baby and especially if that baby had had a, a difficult time getting here for some reason um you know something you know you were worried uh, when you were carrying the, uh, the your child and you know and hear this blessing uh comes into the world and you look and it is joy that's what you think about it's complete and utter joy very different from happiness. (laughs) Happiness is fleeting, folks. Joy is so deep. I love that, Jerry, and I'm glad we're talking about it today.
1: Amen. Indeed, so am I. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. You can join the conversation about interior joy. Tell us what gives you joy. Has there been a moment, like Debbie described, maybe the birth of a child, maybe the, the marriage, the wedding of a son or a daughter, maybe something yes. happened in your own life? Yes. What is something in your life that has really given you that joy that you looked at and you said, wow, I, I like this. I want to try to keep this, maintain this uh, joyful place in life. 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. you can email your takes to uh, take2 at EWTN.com post on the social media sites where the video is streaming, hi we're waving at you guys on Facebook and YouTube and the show website is always available at take2show.com but we need you to drive this program, uh, it is your show Take 2 with Jerry and Debbie and you and you always do such an amazing job Debbie talked about the impactful show we had yesterday, well today we want to talk about joy and you know you could be speaking directly to someone or a number of people who are listening today who aren't in that place. Not, they don't have that joy, that joy deep in their hearts. And you could share how you've attained that, how you've maintained that. And this could really help someone, could turn a life around. We always say that on this show, Debbie, and it's no, it's not hyperbole. We really do know that lives are changed from what our Take-Two families share on this program.
0: Mm-hmm. I just find it so interesting how the Good Lord works um, through this platform, through this program, where we come together as the faithful. And um, you don't have to be Catholic to call in. We come together as the body of Christ, and we share our experiences, our wisdom, our understanding. Um, You guys are the catechists here. It's so beautiful how God works. I find it so interesting. Um, We always, Jerry and I, always chuckle at how um, you know certain topics will uh, spark the phones for more. men to call in. Sometimes there's all females. Sometimes there's young people. I just find it interesting today. It's it's the great state of Texas. Really loves joy, obviously, because Texas is coming in strong with joy. I think that is, it's true though, Jerry. You know, I I don't think we get enough joy. I think we're hearing all the negative and I think people are kind of hooked and addicted to the negative. We really need to talk more joy. What
1: do you say? I agree. And I would love to hear if anyone, if you think that this time of year the commercialism sort of the crass approach to the holidays does that create maybe kind of a fake joy you know are people just pretending they have joy because it's the christmas season i I think that that might there might be something to that maybe we can explore that on this program today but what is it that gives you joy 833-288-3986 great to have you with us here on take two with Jerry and Debbie and you are making our way through the Advent season hard to believe this is I think is probably isn't this as short as Advent could possibly be because of the uh, the Monday of Christmas falling on a Monday I think that's right anyway but I pray that you're uh, having a very very fruitful and blessed preparation period here for the coming of our Lord Jesus on Christmas And we hope that you would join us on the program today as we talk about joy. We talk about joy to the world. 833-288-3986. We will go to Texas, like Debbie said, on the phones anyway, right after I tell you about EWTN uh, offering you the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. From our lady of the angels chapel live every morning 8 eastern time don't miss out we can send a link to your email inbox every day if you'd like just visit ewtn.com click on subscribe and you can get all of the great reminders from your favorite catholic media outlet ewtn
0: mm-hmm. beautiful okay you can join the conversation on interior joy that's what we're talking about today where do you think it comes from Come on, you have a you have a comment on this. I know we know you do because you always do. You have for eight and a half years. So step up, make the call eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Or maybe you're not feeling any joy at all. That's okay. Let's talk about it. That's the beauty of take two, right? Jerry, We talk about mm-hmm. the good the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. Okay, that's what we do here. That's how we roll. So let's go to Vivian in Plano, Texas, listening on our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Vivian. Welcome. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Debbie. Hi
1: there. Merry Christmas
2: in advance. Yeah, anyway, um, my, my interior joy is just having that relationship with, God and Christ and Mary. I don't know how to explain that, you know. I, we all have things going on in our lives. I have so much going on, but every time I like, I just say to myself, God, I just thank you I have that relationship with you. Because I have that relationship with God in the midst of trials and all that is going on in the world and me, it gives me, say, for example, like, um, the joy, um, now it's Christmas, we all Prepare, you, know, season of, you know, awaiting this coming, going to church, the angel tree, because of that joy I have, I go to that tree, pick up a gift, you know, a, 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 somebody's requesting for something. It gives me the joy of going out there to buy something for that child, for whatever that child needs. You know, it gives me the joy to wrap that gift, to take it back to church, so I don't know who this child is, no, but this is what Christ has taught me. This that relationship, you know. Um, there are days I wake up, you know, it's just, that is just all oh, I don't know how to express it. It's just that joy, regardless of whatever I'm going through. The joy of having that relationship with God, He's mm-hmm. the way, the truth. He, he guides me. Our Mother Mary guides me. You know, I have. Okay children, adults, children, grandchildren. We, we we live in a broken world. But when I look at as lost sacrifice on the cross for me and, and Mother Mary, the virtue. When I'm when I'm dealing with my own children, the joy to say oh God Mother, I have this joy in you, you know, teach me. So that is just how I can explain my own interior joy, you know, mm-hmm. my joy. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. Having that yeah. relationship, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I also say I've been divorced for years, and and people say, oh, you are you going to ever be married? It's not my call. So, so say, okay, are you, okay, if I don't ever, ever get married, but yes, I have you God in my life. That is what matters. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and as you're talking, Vivian, you're making so much sense because when we have... That right relationship with God, we will see others, every other person, differently, and the way, hopefully, as best we can, the way God does. And our relationship with God should obviously show itself in our relationship with other people. So you make a great point there, and I think you mentioned, if I heard you right, talking about you get know, you joy thinking about the sacrifice of Jesus. Well, the Book of Hebrews even talks about that. It's uh, Hebrews chapter 12. It talks about it says, for the joy that was before him, Jesus endured the cross despite it's shame so even debbie even the cross suffering the suffering of jesus he experienced joy on the cross because he could see what was ahead exactly that's that's amazing
0: yeah it is amazing it it, it's mind-blowing and you know and i and vivian you said it so brilliantly and i i shared a little bit at the at the start of the show of this idea of keeping that bigger image the bigger view um, and, and it is so true. And when we elevate outside of our day to day situation and our problems and we and we um, have that, um, what do you call it, Jerry, Would pilots say that 30,000 foot view, you know, mm, yeah. we elevate out of that of where we're at and get a bigger vision of things. We really stay focused, and we stay in what I like to say is that God space, right? And that's where I think Vivian, you were sharing so well with all of us this idea of you know the joy you feel because of your understanding, the joy you feel when you're when you're wrapping those gifts and, and giving to others and and trying to make others feel that joy and understand God in in a deep way. It is a beautiful thing to stay in that joy place. I think the problem, though, Vivian. And- And Jerry and everyone else that's listening, I think the problem is the world is addicted to happiness. Go for the next happiness fix. Go for the next happiness moment. That is very dangerous because I think it keeps us on a lower level. Um, We need, as Christians, obviously we need to elevate out of this world and be more uh, focused on God. Vivian, I think you were spot on. You hit a home run. What do you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. I see. Thank you. And thank you all so much, too. It's just so, this is so
2: cool to me today. It makes my day, you know. It makes my day. Thank you all so much. Thank
1: you. Um, thank you. Great thank to hear from you again. Vivian. Vivian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 833 a beautiful call. 288. Yeah, it was. 833-288-3986. We're talking about. Interior joy today. How is it different from happiness for you? How How do you find, how do you maintain that joy in your heart, in your life, in your family, in your relationships, on your job, in the world today? 833-288-3986.
0: Okay, we'll go to Christina in Houston, Texas, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Christina. Welcome to the program.
3: Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to, to speak with you. I am. So this season, this Advent season, I'm so excited about the show and the topic because I you know, I bought myself a sweater that said joy and I made our cards there's joy, the word joy in there and I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out, right? And mm-hmm. I was telling talk- uh, when I was talking to the screener, um I like I was like, I think I'm figuring it out. But for me, that that joy comes from peace, from knowing that God's got it, no matter what.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so you said your Christmas cards. I love that you did that. You said your Christmas cards have joy on them, Christina? Yeah. 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 Uh, Christina, I have to tell you something. That's a ministry to just spread joy, and for you to do that for Christmas cards, you, you, I, I, I don't even know if, if you realize the the uh, depth of that for people. Because Jerry and I, we do life coaching on a regular basis, and I will tell you, we're meeting up with so many clients, and they're just not feeling the joy at all. Nobody's spreading the joy, and you're doing that. So, I mean, God bless you. You're taking the time to send those Christmas cards, you're spreading joy. I mean, you have to imagine that God is going to circle that back and just say, you know, God bless you, Christina, for doing that, because my people need more joy. And it comes, you're right, the joy, the peace, um, the love, the light, uh, the 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 um, complete... Um, uh, you know, being content and in, in, in being, at, like you said, at peace with where we're at and the understanding. With the understanding, with the connection to God comes that incredible clarity. I was talking with a dear friend just yesterday about this idea of making a connection with God, obtaining um, this feeling of, of peace. And joy, and then that clarity comes. So let's let's explore that a little bit before we let you go, Christina. What do you say to that, Jerry?
1: No, I, I think it's perfect. It's beautiful. You know, we can do all kinds of things to um, encourage other people to be joyful. And I was just looking as you were talking, I was looking to see if I could find one of the letters written to me by Sister Mary Letizia, my dear cloistered poor Claire Nunn's friend in, in Kokomo, Indiana, because she always writes joyful, big letter joyful Aww. all over the envelope of her. So she's actually, she's sort of evangelizing yeah. all of the mail carriers and people who have a hand in passing that letter across the country to me. So yeah, I think, I think it's beautiful. I love what you're doing, Christina. I love what you said, Debbie. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so Christina, your comments before we let you go, because you've, you have understood this real depth of joy and the peace that comes with it, do you feel you have more clarity in life? I do. And I wish I
3: could just harness it because I think it comes in moments and then something just kind of shakes us up and it goes away. And it's like, I know it's there, So I want to find it again. And it's it's my goal to kind of stay focused, you know, on Mm -hmm. that promise and that we are sustained and everything is going to be okay. We have to believe in we have to live it. I want to be a joyful person. And I think you guys are, too. Oh, thank
0: you. you. We're a lot of fun, Christina. (laughs) So if we're ever in Houston, maybe we can come over for dinner. Please come over, okay. we've never been invited to really any well, we have I shouldn't say that we've gotten invitations we're we, we're just joking. we really do love we do love dinner we love we love eating out we used to travel for pledge drives. that was our favorite thing to do after pledge drives is go to a new restaurant and and try the appetizers and all sorts of stuff. Christina, but yeah, if we're ever in Houston, we'll definitely you'll have to come and say hello and bring that joy.
3: please, I would love it.
1: Okay. God bless you, Christina. Thanks. Hey, I'm, I'm more joyful just from this program already today.
0: I, I feel it. Do you feel it? Yeah. I feel really happy. Yeah. I mean, the happy kind of joy, not the happy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The joyful kind
1: of happy or the happy yeah. kind of joyful? <laughs>
0: These are the kinds of conversations we have off air, folks. So, yeah, so you get really. to see a little behind the scenes. It's kind of funny between the two of us, the thoughts, because we're always relating them to uh, movie lines. Because uh, Jerry and I love certain um, movies, and so does Ace McKay, our producer. And it's just, it's, it's really fun. So, if you want to join the conversation, spread the joy. Uh, increase the joy, and that'll bring that real happiness, the joy-filled happiness, Uh, please call in 833-288-3986. I think I'm going to go out and get joy uh, Christmas cards like Christina.
1: Good. That'd be awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. I think I am.
1: Now I know what kind of card I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) get. Let's go to Kathy in Boston. Kathy, deliver us from us, please. Welcome to the show, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Kathy.
4: Hi, Kathy. (laughs) Well, you're making me
1: laugh.
4: (laughs) Um, It's a pleasure speaking with you, Jerry and Debbie. Thank you. Um, Yes, I called because um, I am a, well, I was a retired teacher. I taught for 31 years. I taught grades 1, 2, 3, and 5, and I loved it. But I was just plain worn out, so I did retire. And I found out after I had retired very shortly that, I miss the children too much. And so I ended up going back, and I'm now in my 13th year of part-time teaching. Wow! So I teach little kindergartners and first graders and talk about joy. Mm -hmm. It's just a pleasure being back, and it's a pleasure being with that age because they are so loving. And it makes me think that, that God, I remember that picture I saw as a child of Jesus. He was in a meadow. And he's surrounded by all these children, and he has a little boy, I think, on his lap. And it's just that I feel like um, such joy when I see that picture, and I feel like he's very happy with people that enjoy working with the children like he did. And I think we give him joy, too, by doing that. Mm
5: -hmm. And
4: um, so I just wanted to mention that. that I know there's probably many, many teachers that feel the same way that we have joy because of what the children bring to us each day. It just, you know, when I go to school in the morning and by the time I come home, oh, excuse me, I'm laughing, and it just makes my day so joyful.
0: Well, Kathy, now you know why I always say, and I have uh, been saying it for eight and a half years, that I believe teachers and nurses are going to get a special place in heaven, a special, really uh, wonderful mansion in heaven. I believe it because you have tapped into the Christ like joy of of innocent children and I wish we could all keep that it's it's such a shame when we get jaded so quickly in life because of things that happen to us and we get those walls and we change and we get distant and we move away from God and you just want to go back to that beautiful innocent child of you know like you said first grade second grade third grade fifth grade where they're just so Precious. I mean, yes, they can be. Um, they can, you know, get on your nerves and stuff like that because they do. You know, they may maybe they they don't sit down or they stay quiet at the right time or whatever. But when you look at the way they are spontaneous and the way they experience and the way they stay in the moment, it is it is precious. You've tapped into something I believe that that really warms Christ's heart, and I think it's beautiful, Kathy. God bless
1: you. What do you say, Jer? No, I just say we're called by Jesus to be childlike, and if I was you, you actually stole some of my thoughts there. The jaded, you know, we, if we were all more childlike, Kathy, I'm sure that you know people would interact better in a more healthy way, and there would be more joy in the world. What do you think, Kathy, about that? That you know, we just uh, like Debbie and I just feel like once once we reach a certain age, you know, that joy kind of gets stripped away from us because of the uh, the way the world can be kind of cruel and mean. What do you think, Kathy?
4: I agree, and I also think that uh, the fact that we we may stay more childlike because of what our job is is that it, it it helps the children too. You you inspire them. You want to make them feel um, competent. You want them to feel confidence, and by your words, like how hard they try, what a beautiful job they did what is a really good word I could put on this paper because you did so well? And they come up with words like excellent, or one of them yesterday wanted the word kaboom on the paper.
1: (laughs) Well, Kathy, you have made a great contribution to our program. Thank you so very, very much for calling from Boston. We appreciate that. You hear the music, folks. Quick time out. Talking about joy today, 833-288-3986. We are glad you're with us. We would be even gladder if that is that a word we'd be happy, we'd be joyful if you join the conversation about interior joy. 833 288 3986. So many different aspects of this we can uh, look into and discuss here on the program, but we would love to hear primarily your takes on this at 833 288 3986. Do you have real, authentic, deep joy in your life? What 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 what's the cause of that for you, and how do you maintain that in a world that can sometimes try and strip that away from you? Eight three three two eight eight. 3986. Congratulations going out to two more members of the EWTN radio family WSOG in Spring Valley in Normal, Illinois, celebrating 21 years with EWTN, and KTDC in Muscatine, Iowa, marking 20 years with EWTN programming. Congratulations from me and Debbie and the show team and all of us here at EWTN.
0: Mm hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk more um, about happiness versus joy, and and the difference between. Um, uh, the two um, words and the statements that 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 are behind them, because in in life coaching, a lot of people will say, you know, I want I want to be more happy. I want to I want to find happiness. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking for happiness. I'm striving for that. And when you bring up joy, they they you have to um kind of work them through that with it that deeper understanding of one being more of a mindset or a a, a thought, and one being more. Of of an emotion-based um, um, one, being more of an understanding versus um, an experience, and so you we we can talk about all these different terms, um, but let's apply them appropriately because the easiest way to do it, Jerry, is for our listeners to go online, and you can just search um, happiness versus joy in the Bible. You could do something like that—a search happiness versus joy in the Bible—and it will help you understand or deepen your um, you know, um, your, um, view of what it actually means to enter into a deep and interior joy. Um, but there's nothing wrong with happiness. I just think in the world it's used in such a, a, such a way that everybody is, is almost addicted to the next. It's like a fix. You go for the next happiness moment and it's, it's, it can be, um, very, um, hard, on on the psyche actually jerry because if you don't get it what happens you immediately fall into um, a bit of a depression right because you're Mm -hmm. you're searching for it and if you don't feel it right away and if it doesn't feel right oh boy you're in a you're in a deep dark place so you see where i'm going with it jerry that to really Mm -hmm. try to get into the biblical sense of of pure happiness
1: yeah you know in, in a certain sense the terms can be interchangeable Right, I think I think we would say that, but um, I think yeah, I, I agree with what you're getting at. Um, you know, um, for a lot of people, you know, happiness is having the latest you know phone that comes out, or um, you know, I, I don't know, a lot of a lot of things that uh, you know don't don't stay with us. They don't last. They're not abiding, if you will. Happiness mm-hmm. can be abiding. I would say that. But I I don't know the way I way I the way I understand joy in in terms of this, this program today is it's something you know it can't be taken away from you no matter what goes on in life and and life can throw some really horrific stuff at us and yet at the same time we can still have sometimes we have to peel back a few layers to find that joy but that's what we're talking about is that deep interior joy in our lives that just is there no matter what's happening to us and around us so. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six.
0: yeah. Well, and just to give you an example of what you were just saying, I just did a very quick search on, on the internet, and I went to a, just a quick um, a college Christian site, um, and if you put in happiness versus joy, it, it says right here, so just like you said, Jerry, happiness and joy are seemingly uh, similar, but actually quite different. The key point being that God promises joy, but he never promises us happiness. Being happy is an emotion, just like sadness or jealousy or fear, it is fleeting. You might be happy about something, but you are not going to be continually happy forever. Happiness is great, but we can get happiness from a lot of things, even earthly things. Joy, on the other hand, is a long lasting state of being. Joy is promised by God and something we should strive towards. Hmm. You know, and that's this is what I'm trying to say, folks. And a lot of philosophers, a lot of theologians, they've all kind of debated it and and torn it apart and 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 tried to get to Um, an understanding of it, but I think in our day-to-day life, I think you get the picture because we hear it all the time on um, uh, commercials, on TV, you know, go to that happy place, you know, find that happy moment in your life. Everything is happy, happy, happy. And people are are really going for that next fix of happiness. And they're finding that it's not working because you can't, you can't do that all the time. If you don't have God, it just doesn't work. It doesn't Mm -hmm. sustain you.
1: Right. Well, let's hear what more of you have to say. Kay called from Atlanta, listening today on The Quest. Hello, Kay. Thank you for joining the conversation.
5: Hi, Jerry. Hi, Debbie. I love your show. And what a perfect thing to talk about. Um, I I just turned 77 in October, and i was thinking in my 77 years, I've experienced both happiness and joy. And the difference for me has always been, which I just realized (laughs) of late— Happiness is fleeting, and it's usually based on something or something we can touch or see or feel. And um, joy is beyond reason. It's like in the midst of sorrow and, like, death and sickness and and all the sorrows we can imagine that we've all experienced, um, we still feel joy. We know people are praying, and we know it's from God. You know, it's, it's deep, as Jerry, you said it. It's deep and abiding. It, it it defies reason. <laughs> you know, it's like, I've been in situations before where people, it's like, oh, you don't have to put on a good face, Kay, and it's like, it's not a face, I promise. I do feel peace in this situation, even though I'm not supposed to. And I know where that peace comes from, and that joy is from God. That's I, So I just say it's either fleeting happiness, which we don't really need, <laughs> or that joy that just
1: defies reason that's that's my two cents well that's a more than two cents Kay thank you so much and I would have had you based on your voice at about 37 years of old age not 77 so God (laughs) bless you you sound like you've got a young vibrant uh, beautiful spirit about you Um, but yeah and I as you were talking you know I was thinking you know, like the death of a loved one. You know, my sister when she, My sister passed away. Very, very sad, very difficult time, especially for her husband. But we all had joy because actually it, her her illness brought her back to the Lord and to the sacraments. And I believe that she's in, you know, in the, in the arms of the Lord now. So even in some of the life's most difficult moments, there can be grief, there can be sadness. But yet when we ponder and reflect and sit with it for a few minutes, maybe it doesn't even take a few minutes, we can still feel that joy that the Lord has placed and planted in our hearts that is like you said echoing me abiding so debbie what do you think
0: well I, I have a lot to say on this and not not a lot of time to say it Kay. so i just want to say thank you so much for stepping up and sharing what you did because it kind of well it did affirm how i have felt about things because a, a lot of the take two family knows that i've been through a, a five-year really uh, tough up and down um bout with um uh cancer for the second time and um And when I was going to the clinic and various treatments, I constantly, I was, I was constantly cracking jokes with the the people there, and when we would have um, treatments with, uh, and we were hooked up to IVs, um, I would share a room, and there would be another person in a in a lounge chair next to me, behind a half a curtain, but we could talk to each other. And I would just be, you know, joking around and laughing. And I remember one time that he said to me, he goes, "Why are you so happy?" Like, and I'm, oh, I said, "Well, no, I'm not happy. If you knew my life right now." It's not like I'm really happy, but I just have an an incredible amount of joy inside my heart. And he goes, in your heart, how could you have joy in your heart? Look at what we're going through. And I said, because I just know, I just know, I know, I know, I know the end of the story. And And then we start talking about God. And Kay, you're spot on in any situation as tragic and horrible and horrific and frightening it is and can be, we can hold on to that interior joy and understanding and knowing that God is in control. He has us in the palm of his hand. We know the end of the story if we really believe. We fully free fall into his arms. And so, yeah, we can have joy through anything and we can make it. So I just wanted to say thank you to you, Kay, for affirming that for me, because I, I got to tell you, I was made fun of a lot during some of these times in the f- past five years. I mean, they kind of I think they thought I was crazy sometimes because I was way too happy for the situation I was going through. But now I get it. I, I understand the depth of it. Any any final comments? Just pretty much what you said to Debbie and your
5: strife and, and through the cancer and in your marriage and everything that happened in your life, um, it defies reason, and mm-hmm. people want it to be reasonable. The world wants us to be reasonable. You know, you have no right to be happy right now. And it's like, Great. Well, Great. I'm not necessarily right. happy, as you said, getting chemo and seeing the poor people around you suffering as well, but you've had a deep feeling of joy because mm-hmm. that was God-given, and it is God-given. That's how we know the difference. If it—if it's for a moment, even if it's beautiful, I got you. My, a friend of mine's first grandchild, and holding that baby, it's been a while since we had a little infant, and, and just holding that baby gave me such happiness and joy, but again, she had to take her grandchild back. That was fleeting, <laughs> mm-hmm. but God's joy is for us forever. He doesn't take his joy away. We just have to ask for it, he sa- and he says, I've got a loss of joy here for you, so, and, and we all get it, not just one or two, and Debbie, That's we're man. praying for you, Thank and you. Jerry, I'm so glad you're going to be a priest. All the years oh. I've been here, you he was like, "When is he <laughs> going to figure it out?" <laughs> so uh, you're in my prayers. You'll be a wonderful priest, Jerry. I'm sure of it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> With so your Kay, prayers,
1: Kay, I, yeah. I may, may just make it. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah, so okay.
0: Everybody, it, th- this is the big question that everybody's been asking me since Jerry announced that he's back in. In uh, Priestly formation, everybody said, "Are you going to be able to call him Father Jerry after all these years?" The answer is yes. Okay, I'm practicing right now, so <laughs> I- I'll be I'll be fine. I can call him Father Jerry. <laughs> what do you say, Kay? You'll be so joy filled when he becomes exactly. Father. Of
5: course, you'll call him Father. Exactly. We'll all call
0: him Father. <laughs> oh, well, thank exactly. You. Thank
1: you, Kay. You're so kind. You too, mm-hmm. Debbie. The whole take two family. You're all you're all great. Thank you. Please pray yeah. for me.
0: Yes, we are. We are. We're praying for you. Are you still getting emails at SeminaryJerry
1: mm-hmm.
0: at gmail.com? At gmail.com, It's Sem- yeah. SeminaryJerry at gmail.com if you want to send Jerry a email and that you're praying for him. Uh, we're getting a lot of responses, emails, um, and comments on social media, Jerry, so I'll just follow your lead.
1: Well, we got to Marianne, who has been holding patiently in Boise. So let's go to Marianne first, a first-time caller listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Marianne. We're talking about joy today, so go ahead.
5: Well, good morning to you. Thank you so Hi. much. You're welcome. So what gives me joy? Well, I'm a clown, and I've clowned for many, many years. Wow. And when it, you can walk through a store in a clown suit. You can wear a Mrs. Santa Claus uh, suit. Very cute one in the store, and you can see smiles on their faces. And I always smile back, and it, it puts them into a, a place where I am. I'm very sad, but I have all I always have smiles. So, the other thing that really makes me feel good is I taught 39 years first grade, mm. and the lady that was on before me she also said just looking at the children's smile and be happy as you come into the classroom in the morning. And anything to make them happy, they just smile. So I think that that is the gift that the Lord has given me is to give joy through my smiles. And even uh, St. Teresa's Calcutta, where she received the Nobel Prize, she also mentioned in her saying, Keep smiles on people's faces. Uh, the second thing that I do, I have a prison ministry. I go out to the prisons with books for the incarcerated residents to reach their child. Last week, we uh, decided to go to at the At the prison. We went to two women and one men. If you have ever seen so many smiles and happiness on a group of women or a group of men, you know that that certainly is joy. And I think next year was I nice just sing joy to the world. And I will always think back of having you tell me what gives me joy.
1: Wow. So, Marianne, you, a couple of things you mentioned. I thank you for going to the prisons and visiting the men and the women. And, you know, you saw the smiles on their faces. It shows that even even amidst the real trials that they're going through, and it really is a cross for, for probably every one of them, you know, they could still have apparently, you know, joy in their hearts because they, they put a, you put a smile on their faces as well. But when you mentioned being a clown. Is that like... Um, a professional. Uh, what, what kinds of things do you do? I, I think you mentioned a few of them, but elaborate on that a little bit more because I think um, you know it's it's something we don't have a lot of contact with on a day to day basis is seeing you know people who dress up as clowns and so forth. But talk about that a little bit more.
5: I also belong to Red Nose Readers, and that was started by Mooseberger. He was a clown Ring of Brothers for twenty five years.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: What we do. We, I, I call a daycare, a library, a school, a head start, and I ask them if they would like to have me come in for half an hour to talk to the children about good clowns, cute clowns. Therefore, we, I put on very little makeup and a big red nose. And then we read a book about virtue, such as how to be respectful or how to tell your mom and dad that you love them. And then we write, we read a book of our choice. Now during Christmas, uh, I'm reading books that, of course, I have to. I can do a religious one at the St. Mark School that I go to, but in the public, I talk about what makes you happy at Christmas. And a lot of them just say this. But then, anything else? Mm-hmm. That's the main thing I do is red those leaves, but I also Marianne. just clown in at their festivals mm-hmm. to give children
0: smiles. Beautiful. Marianne, you're in that smile ministry, which is very important because that's another thing that, you know, When th- with the pandemic, um, when we were all masked, um, we didn't get to see each other's faces and the smiles, and we missed that, you know, and kids craved that, and we needed that. We needed that expression, that affirmation, that love. That attachment was very important, and you're doing that in your ministry work. I have a question for you because you know, I, I know you're a first time caller, but we always cover every angle here on Take Two. So I have, I have a question for you. I read one time. That people that go out and, and uh, dress up and 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 do the clown work and the ministry and um, go to reading events and stuff uh, dressed up as clowns, I they did a study one time. Tell me if this is true that behind the clown uh, outfit or exterior, there actually there's a lot of sadness behind it. And the, one of the reasons they go out as clowns is to try to um, really spread that joy. Um, in, a, in an overabundance, in a, in, a, in a big way. Is that true, Marianne? I'm just curious. Or are you integrated where you, you feel that connection?
5: Oh, I definitely feel that connection. Uh,
0: with my story reading ministry
5: that I have, we have the residents choose a book to read to their child or grandchild.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And then we have them write a message in the book, and then we record them reading that book. And then they, uh, I send that book and that CD to the child or grandchild. Nice. And since 2010, I sent 11,000 books. Wow. So, yes, wow. those residents, while they are reading, they have smiles, but they also have sort of a happiness that they can Take with let, them. have their children hear yeah. their voices. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So you're spreading it. You're spreading it. Wow. What an, what a fantastic contribution you're making to the world.
5: Yeah. Well, you Thank can just look up StoryLink, uh, Idaho, YouTube, and, and see the one that Dee it did on the, the TV that we went out to the prison.
1: What was the link again, Marianne?
5: StoryLink, Idaho, YouTube, and choose okay. the one helping families connect by Dee Sartan TV.
1: Okay. Nice. I'm I'm uh, making a note of that. I'm going to look yeah. that up after the show.
0: Thank you. That's
1: fascinating. You're amazing, Marianne. Yeah. Thank you so much. Don't be a stranger to the program. Your first time calling today, please call again anytime.
0: Yes, that is incredible. Uh, Jerry, we also have some emails coming in. Tom wants to share uh, some thoughts about um, the second fruit of the Holy Spirit. So we'll share that and some of the YouTube and um, comments that are coming in. Uh, Many, many uh, thoughts you guys are having, like uh, one of them coming in. uh, Joy has a timelessness quality. Joy has a timelessness quality. Yeah, very true. Well, joy is everlasting. We know that. And, we, and it's so amazing. I love the word. It's such a short, you know, it's just three letters. It's a short word, but boy, does it pack a, a big punch, right?
1: Jesus, others, yourself. Joy, J-O-Y. Jesus, others, yourself. I've heard it put that way before.
0: hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to go next?
1: Well, I'm going to mention the show Dr. Doctor. It's on Saturday afternoons at 2 Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. It discusses practical and current medical topics with a focus on the dignity of the human person, body, and soul. Dr. Doctor is the official radio program of the Catholic Medical Association on at two, 2 Eastern Time Saturdays here on EWTN Radio.
0: Very good. Tom, um, by emails, and, and you can send an email in too, if you want to do the same thing Tom did, you send it to take two at EWTN.com. Tom uh, wants us to share with the viewers that, that joy is the second fr- fruit of the Holy Spirit, Galatians five twenty two twenty three. 23. So the question becomes, how do we uh, daily celebrate the Holy Spirit in our lives?
1: Well, I'm just reminded of a famous uh, athletic apparel company. Just do it, Tom. Yeah, uh, I, I would say, you know, the yeah. Holy Spirit is sometimes the forgotten person in the uh, three mem- three persons of the Trinity. I pray to the Holy Spirit every day, every night. If I wake up during the night, there's a prayer, some kind of thought on my mind to pray for somebody. All I do is I'll just whisper, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. And throughout the day, just asking the Holy Spirit for his help. So it really is up to us, Tom. And, and I really encourage you, do this. Your life, your spiritual life is going to be really put into over. Drive if you get the Holy Spirit really active and working and on your side and, and helping you in your, your daily mm-hmm. life. So I would just say, start talking to the Holy Spirit, praying to the Holy Spirit, develop that relationship with Him, and you will see uh, beautiful things, Tom, in your life, and everybody else who's listening who doesn't already bring the Holy Spirit into their life. to a You know, great
0: it's extent. so interesting. I was watching on EWTN television, um, Dr. Ray, and he had on Father Larry Richards, and it was so interesting. It, it made me think of our topic today of joy. And he, Father Larry, talked about this idea of what you just said—that we we overlook the third person of the Trinity, and we don't we don't dive deeply with the Holy Spirit and remember on a daily basis. And when we activate um, the Holy Spirit in our lives, things change forever. And it's—you it, sounded just like that, Jerry. You were affirming what Father Larry Richards said, and it's it really interesting. So uh, we've got Anne in Buffalo, New York. She's going to finish the discussion today great discussion on interior joy here on take two with jerry and debbie don't forget to share this episode with your friends to spread the joy and ann is listening on the station of the cross hey ann how you doing
6: hi. hi good i i talked again all day long and say oh, thank you for this thank you for that but my daughter was uh her she was curing her second son breach and the da- baby wasn't moving and they were worried about having to do c-section and that kind of thing and it was risky for her. But anyway, um, I had entrusted her and the baby to many saints and, the, you know, the Take-Two family. And usually they try to relax the womb and then um, flip the baby. And the doctor said he it was the easiest one he ever did. It was like a butter. And the baby just flipped and stayed there and was born naturally. And then one more point, um, while she was in labor a couple of weeks later, I stopped at a chapel on Whirley Drive, St. Charbel, and there's a big statue of Our Lady there. And I was praying, and she was, you know, in labor. And the baby was born. Everything was great. Praise and God. Um, it was like two minutes before three. And oh. everything was wonderful, and the baby arrived, and everything was great. And she did not have to have the surgery. So prayer works. Oh, Please believe God. it. And mm-hmm. I think it's so important. People don't realize. Just well, to take that extra minute, stop in the chapel, say a prayer, and thank yeah, God.
0: Yeah, and I love St. Charbel. We love St. Charbel. Um, wait a minute, Anne. You can't leave us on that note. Okay, we need the baby's uh, name. What What did we name this beautiful grandson?
6: The baby is Theodore, T-H-E-O-D-O-R-E. Love it. And he love born it. mid-January.
0: Amazing. Wow. Well, I know it's busy. It's a busy time Advent going into Christmas. But if you know, Jerry and I love pictures. So if you can send a picture of your grandson just to send it to take two at EWTN.com. It comes right to uh, um, uh, Jerry and I receive it right away. And also Ace McKay, our producer. So the three of us will see your grandson and we we won't spread it on the internet or anything. I just wanted to to give that little baby a squeeze through the through the picture. (laughs)
6: I will do that. Put my niece, Allison, A L L I S O N. She's going through the same thing right now. Her baby's due in March. Another in little March. boy. Beautiful. Oh, March,
0: m- March what? When is the baby due? March what? Do you know?
6: 2024. March, okay. mid March.
0: Okay, got it. Okay, keep awesome. us posted. Congratulations.
1: Yes. Thanks, Ann, for the great praise report there. What a great yeah. note to end the show on joy. That's joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's joy. Real keep joy. Keep beautiful. Baby's coming.
0: So, how are you going to keep the joy through the holidays and the new year?
1: Who me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All by praying. Hopefully, seeing some, uh, you know, friends, some family, and uh, getting maybe, maybe a couple down days. I mean, mm-hmm. not down emotion-wise, but just a little bit of rest and relaxation. So. Yeah. 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 What about you? I'm going
0: to do some writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I really decided the last week of uh, December, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive deeply into writing some thoughts and some reflections that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So that, that brings me great joy.
1: Well, tomorrow we're going to be back with you live again. We're going to introduce something for the new year, Divine Mercy Messages. You know, every year at the start of the year we have a theme. It could be St. Joseph, praying, uh, praying to St. Joseph or a number of other things. It's going to be Divine Mercy 2024. So don't miss tomorrow's show. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.